It's Coffee with Christy. And Tim. We can go ahead and start with the using Zoom technology while you are, I, I like to call it an isolation schooling. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah, because it's really not homeschooling if you think about it. You know, when you homeschool, which I've done for the last couple of years now, you actually spend a lot of time in the community and you are out doing things and you're running this errand and that errand. And so I I like the term isolation homeschooling, but we have um, something that we use at Educate.today and that I know you use a lot. And I wanted you to talk a little bit about that with uh, our listeners today about using Zoom technology while we are in sort of this quarantine isolation homeschooling phase. Well, you bet, Christy. I'm happy to do so. Zoom is a real easy technology to use. I think people will find it very, very helpful as they're home with their children, wanting to give opportunities for kids to interact with each other and for them as a family to interact with others as well. Are you going crazy yet? No. <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> um, no, I don't think so. The good, the good thing right now is that we've had such fabulous weather lately that I've been able to get out in the yard the garden and the yard is going to look the best it's looked in years because I have all this time outside to do stuff with it. So that's been really, really nice. And so that's kind of cool. So I'm not going too crazy yet, though it is kind of weird. You know, every once in a while it'd be nice, like, gee, I just really like to go out to dinner and have somebody else cook. Oh, you yes. Know, I just, you know, I, that would be a, that would be a cool thought or perhaps a movie would be nice. I mean, I love watching movies from TV. But it would still be nice just to – I think part of it is just the fact you can't. Right. You always want, want what you cannot have. And so maybe if I could go to the movies and go out to dinner, I still wouldn't have done it in the last two weeks. But since I can't, maybe that's why I'm thinking about it. I know. It's like just options. You don't have any anymore. So it's like when it's not there, you miss it even though maybe you weren't using it to begin with. So yeah, I'm feeling it too. So talk to me a little bit. Let's tell our, our listeners what Zoom – is and they might be familiar with it because of Skype or something like that. But talk a little bit about what Zoom is. Well, Zoom is similar to Skype in the sense that it's a desktop software application that lets you do video conferencing one on one or with groups of people right from your laptop or your iPad and even your phone. It's a very user friendly service. It works really well with all sorts of internet setups and internet connections and internet speeds. You can, if you want to, just be audio. You can, if you want to, be audio and video. You can, if you want to, just be two people talking back and forth. You can also share screens. So like if you had pictures you wanted to show somebody and they were on your computer, you could share them. If you had video you wanted to show somebody and it was on your computer, you could share that. So, and it's an extremely user-friendly system. And I know they're kind of like overwhelmed right now with the amount of people who've moved into Zoom, as would other probably video conferencing software uh, folks of a similar nature, but there's some real good opportunities, whether you chose to zoom or you are more of a Skype person or, or whatever, this is a real opportunity for you to utilize that. So your kids can still connect with their friends. Um, you could connect with other family members. You can even schedule time where you're going to get together from a school district perspective, uh, through zoom meetings and zoom webinars where a teacher could mm-hmm. see all 25 kids in class at the same moment in time. Yeah. And it's free. Yes. Oh, did I know? And it's easy. Yes. It is a big F-R-E-E free. Yes. Which is awesome. And it's super easy. And I love the chat feature on it. So obviously we do a lot of Zoom meetings. Um, And I love the fact that during the Zoom, I can like send a little chat or send a little message, especially if there are multiple people on the Zoom Mm -hmm. call. And I really only need to say like one thing to one person. 
Um, I love that about it. So I want to talk a little bit about how it can be used both student to student, well, uh, and group shares, you know, sharing what maybe your your homeschool group is doing, whether it's one kid, two kids, four kids, six kids, um, and then possibly parents using it for a parent groups. So let's start with like student to student groups. What are some some good uh, techniques or some maybe some good ways that that our uh, folks at home could use Zoom when just wanting to get students hooked back in with other students or friends? Well, for a moment, I'm assuming I'll assume you're a teacher and you're teaching from home. And so Zoom provides you the opportunity if you want to through either the meeting feature or the, the Zoom webinar feature, depending upon the type you have. And both of them are available for free, just at different kinds of grades of what you can do with them. But you could schedule quite easily the fact that on a daily basis or maybe only on Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays, just from 10 to 11 in the morning or from 1030 to 11 in the morning or whatever, we're going to get together and just touch base with each other. And maybe it's maybe some of those days it's more academic where your you know, kids have read a book for a period of time. And so we're just going to chat about it just like you would in class or everybody watched some sort of video. You're doing, you're doing a lot of flipped learning now probably with your students. So kids have watched the video and now or videos and now here's the chance to talk about them. And of course, I think just the important nature of what is a big part of school anyway, and that is the chance to just interact with each other. So the chance for kids to say hi and talk and share and yeah. what I've been doing during my enforced isolation moment and all of a sudden my mom and dad and I were putting puzzles together or whatever and isn't that cool and who knew that my dad was good at whatever game kind of thing. And so I think it's not just about the academics, but also about the possibility for the teacher just to facilitate that kind of interaction, which would just naturally be a part of the school day. And you've lost that. And I think that conviviality, which is really a big part of what good relationships are between faculty and students and students and, t- and each other, would, would really be helped through Zoom. So that could obviously be one way that a teacher could think to use it. But I also think that parents could Obviously, your kids have friends, and you could organize. I, I guess I could call them virtual play dates if you're thinking about younger kids, but they could also lead by virtual conversations or virtual sharing times, whatever you want to call it, for kids who are middle school and, and, and high school age. And again, it's the idea that they get together and they have the chance just to share with each other about what's going on, whatever they're doing. Plus, potentially, it could be related from the parent perspective too to whatever they've learned with each other or learned independently and to share that kind of thing. Um, kids mm-hmm. are engaging in all sorts of conversation with their peers, probably via their phones, via text messages, maybe being FaceTime, maybe being the, maybe through the video games that they're playing online. For all I know, there's all sorts of Fortnite conversations going on and that kind of good stuff. And this would be an opportunity for parents to be part of the process of, con- of being there with kids as they have conversations and they share and the kids get together with their friends. Yeah. And you bring up a good point about, you know, the older students, a lot of the older kids having, you know, cell phones and they're texting and talking. Well, I don't know. I don't think that most kids actually talk on the phone to each other anymore, but, um, you know, the, the video gaming, but for the younger children, you know, kindergarten, first grade, second grade, third grade, a lot of those, yeah, they don't have that technology. They're not using that technology yet. And I think that it's, this has been really hard for some of these younger kids who are used to being around other children all the time. And now they're just in the house with a sibling or a family member. And so utilizing it just so that they can see each other for five minutes, uh, a couple of times a week to laugh and giggle, I think is really important. Wouldn't that be great? So let's say we're talking about a group of first graders and there was 20 of them in class and you know, 10 of them or whatever. And 
you get on Zoom together, they chat with each other, they talk, they share, they laugh for 15 or 20 minutes. You, you can do the gallery view on Zoom, which would enable them to all see each other's faces would be great. And, you know, some of it could be organized time and some of it could be just like, let's go around the circle. Tom, let's start with you. What did you do this week? And then Susie talks, then George talks or whatever the case would be. It doesn't have to be anything complicated. Just that ability to share kind of like a, a virtual um class party, so to speak, in that way. And the idea, you know, maybe, I don't know, do we still have like room mothers and all that good stuff like they did when I was in school? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. That would be a really cool thing for room mothers to think about doing in in coordination with the teacher, Um, Mm -hmm. which would be really nice because every parent's not going to be able to do it. Some parents are going to be working from home, obviously. Some parents are still going to have to work depending upon what the nature of their job is. Obviously, our first responders, our physicians, all those good people are still working their, their normal shifts and not bigger, more complicated shifts now. So room mothers stepping up to do that and organize. But I especially think for kids who are pre, even preschoolers, just have the chance yeah. to wave and ch- ch- chat with each other would be great. So you made me think of something that just now, and I want to ask you this question. Do you think that the Zoom technology would be uh, appropriate for middle and high schoolers, or would they be capable to be able to work it on their own without their parents? Because you just said there's a lot of parents working from home. So you've got some of these older kids that are just sort of working independently on their schoolwork to to try to stay caught up. So is it a technology that you could say to your middle or high schooler, or if they came in and said, Hey mom, I'm going to do a zoom call with, you know, this friend and this friend and this friend, that it's something that they'd be able to handle. Oh, definitely. I think that would be no hassle at all for middle school kids and high school kids. It's a really user-friendly yeah. system. And, you know, it may be that mom and dad want to make sure that it's through the account that mom and dad have set up as opposed to the kid's own account to make sure that, you know, they're using the free account and have it, haven't accidentally set up an account that you'd have to pay for. Um, but in terms of being able to log in and run it, easy street for most middle school and high school kids. Yeah. And, you know, I got to put a little plug in for educate.today. I think it's a, it's a, a phenomenal tool to use. If you are connecting with parents and you're using the educate.today resources, and you know that you're all watching certain videos to just have a zoom call and kind of have a five to 10 minute discussion about the content of the videos that you watched. Exactly. Like maybe you've just established a, a, a system where you're like over the course of this week, we're going to watch the following four or five videos from educate.today. And then on Friday, we're going to get together for an hour. We're going to share some time together. We're going to talk about what we saw, what we learned, what we we're interested in. That's a fantastic way to use it. And of course, we're going to be using it as well for interactive programs that we're going to be streaming online. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. people will have the chance to it's, see It's that. a great technology. Yeah, it's a, it's a wonderful yeah. technology. And I would highly recommend utilizing it or something similar. If you've got a system that works for you already, for heaven's sakes, keep it. And give the opportunity for kids to connect with each other so they see each other and talk with each other. That's a there's there's something different in that than just texting and even just talking on the phone or communicating in some way through the video game kind of stuff. You are seeing each other. You're sharing with each other. It's a different level. And it it would be a really good thing for kids to be able to do that right now, I think. Mm -hmm. And it's super easy and free. Easy, free, two of my favorite words. Thanks, Tim. Thank you, Christy.